You're listening to The Squid Shack with your host, Adrian Perry-Toner. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Squid Shack Podcast. I got a special, another special episode for you guys today. Uh, all my all my episodes are actually pretty special, if I do say so myself. Today I have some of the young ladies from the She Rides Riding Group. Can I get a round of applause for you ladies? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Today with me I have Brandy Cobb, Lily Wilson, and Lacey Liska? Yes. Oh my god. I gave him the nod. I was like, I believe in you. You can do it. If you've listened to my other episodes, like that's like my niche is fucking up last names. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's pretty point blank period. Yeah, but you know what it is? It's like the show's on, like we're rolling. I was like, all right, where's that information at? Oh yeah. Totally gone. Nowhere to be found. (laughs) Really quick, wanna give a big shout out to the Sponsor of the show, Magic SC Graphics. Uh, make sure you email the guys over at Magic for all your needs. They do uh, bike kits, rider ID, seat covers, helmet wraps, uh, t-shirts, hats, canopies, anything you may need. You can hit them up on their website, magicsc.com, M-A-G-I-K-S-C.com, or email order at magicsc.com. Make sure to use uh, promo code SQUIDKIT. For twenty percent off. What do you think about that? You guys use uh, Magic Graphics on your stuff? Mm-mm. Wow! I feel like I'm not allowed to plug another brand since it's like sponsored. Oh, you guys! I mean, you can say who you, who supports yeah. you, but we're not gonna do that. Yeah, this yeah. is Magic's time. To <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. I was like, I, I know my place. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, your next kid's gonna be a Magic kid, probably. Okay, no, maybe not. I've been with this company for my entire life. <laughs> God. Um, if you didn't already, you probably missed the boat, but we had uh, Squid Shack graphic kit stickers available for free. These are for you. Thank you. And these are for you. Thank I'm you. digging the colors. If oh you my put gosh. these on your dirt bikes, mm-hmm. they fucking make your bikes haul ass. They add horsepower? Oh, yeah. A little sure. extra CCs. Increase your, uh, your corner ability. <laughs> Whole shot every, every race. You'll be Perfect. Good to go, so. How about Willie's? Say it again. <laughs> I said, how about wheelies? Oh, yeah. Wheelie you tons of wheelie stoppies. You can get like bub- bubble scrubs. Like, oh. you'll, be, you'll be looking pro. Next thing you know, Mitch Payne will be locking at your door. Like, <laughs> I noticed you have a Squish Shack sticker on there. <laughs> so, yeah. If you, have already, have you haven't already, make sure you go back and listen to last week's episode. Uh, we were with uh, Chris from FCP Engine or uh, Factory Chassis Parts. He comes on the show and uh, gives us the breakdown on motor mounts for your dirt bike so that's a great episode yeah it's freaking hot in here look at me you're cooking yeah I'm you cooking, are dude are you oh, good man. no i'm good it's, this is just me no i just get sweaty <laughs> as soon as it starts to get somewhat hot outside mm-hmm. it just starts you know full sand so <laughs> all right so if you guys haven't figured out already uh keep bringing up dirt bikes and stuff so today's going to be another uh motocross episode another round of applause for the motocross episode i swear we're not a motocross we're not a motocross podcast but you know a lot of people that i talk to Right. Am I okay, dude? I'm sweating pretty, pretty bad. Here, I think we huh? need to get you a towel. Yeah. Jesus, uh-huh. let me go. Oh, That's fine. <laughs> we'll tough it out here. Got this over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Blot. Don't spread. 
towel spread it. <laughs> it's anyway. like a greasy napkin. Yeah. You know what it is? It's like putting the pizza on his face. Because like you guys don't know this because you, you guys haven't been listening to all the episodes, but like the first thirty. <laughs> well, yeah. that was no, that was shade. <laughs> that was so much shade. I'm gonna be at home like I must listen to all of them. So last year when we were doing the episodes, we were running in the summer, mm-hmm. and it was getting hot in here. Yeah. But what it is is like I get hot. And then, like, my body has to catch up with the heat. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, and I cool down. That's mm-hmm. why I get all freaking sweaty and stuff. Well, you can't run, like, an AC in here because then yep. it, it'd be so loud. Yep. We tried that. It just doesn't work. Yeah. So. And we live in Southern California, which is, like, basically Cooking. Satan's armpit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and you, no, you're in Joshua definitely. Tree, so that's even worse over there, right? Well, so I just moved up mm-hmm. to that area, and it's actually, like, 10 degrees cooler from where really? I was down in the Coachella oh. Valley. Oh, yeah, for so, sure, compared down there. Yeah, Palm yeah. Springs area is like 115, Oh, you're long. Goodness, forget that. Step outside. <laughs> all right, so we're here with the, the girls from She Rides. We're going to get the, the scoop on what it's all about, be a badass that rides dirt bikes and be a woman. That's what's up. So we're going to start with Brandy. Uh, Brandy, you're like the ringleader. What would you call yourself? <laughs> Is that the right way to say? I'm the ringleader. <laughs> I I call her my uh oh my gosh my like race team rep or whatever like race team. That's kind of when people ask because like it's mm-hmm. kind of formulating into a different thing. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I don't put a title on it because I am. I'm just like one of them as well, except for. Um, I'm coordinating everything. I'm putting okay. everything together. Um, when there's opportunities that arise or if I create an opportunity, um, whoever I feel like would fit that opportunity, I'm plugging them in and um, just showcasing. Involved. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, one morning you woke up, how did it all start? When you were just <laughs> like, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. Let's let's do it. Um. I think, like I said, I always give everybody, like, the short story of the side of it. (laughs) (laughs) Like we were talking earlier, um, I mean, I was in the womb with my mom riding with me. And so I think it was just kind of, like, in my DNA to have that passion and draw to riding two wheels. Um, And when I was 18... And that's basically like when the crusty demons of mm-hmm. dirt, nitro circus, um, was really a thing. And my brothers and I would watch those on repeat, like on VHS, and we plug them in and watch it, hit rewind, watch it over and over and over. Um, I wanted to do like a clothing brand, and there was like this one specific song on one of the crusties. Um, I'm not gonna say what it is because I still want to use like. For a T-shirt, the name of that song on there, because okay, okay, okay. it like totally fits yeah. as females. We're protecting the ideas. <laughs> yeah, but um, I always like wanted to have a clothing brand, moto-wise for for females. Um, and then just over the years, you know, you got busy with life and maybe go a different direction um, with things, you know, responsibilities and stuff like that. So it wasn't until twenty twenty. When I really started to get back into writing, um, and I was just chopping it up in the garage with my brother, and I was saying, like, yo, I want to do this, and him and I sat down and started just drawing stuff out for what we wanted to, what I wanted to put on a t-shirt, um, got the logo designed, and just from there, I, I mean, I was out writing and, I guess, promoting um, what I was going to be doing. Um, I will say 
I actually had went to Chaparral to get a pair of boots. And uh, there was this girl working there. And she's like, you ride? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I ride too. And um, we ended up sharing Instagrams. And I was like, we should hang out. We live so close. And I was like stoked because it was another girl. Who was it? Ashley. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and because uh, I had grown up riding with boys my whole life. Mm-hmm. I'm sure like you guys can relate yep. with yeah, that too. 100%. I never had a girlfriend to ride with. Um, and so I was so stoked to have like a chick to ride with. Um, and she and actually invited me to one of her races and, um, I had just started the brand, the t-shirt brand. And, uh, there was another gal who came up to us at the race. It was a SRA race at a Glen Helen. And, um, she was super sweet and she was talking to her about the race. And I was like, Hey, you want a t-shirt? I threw it to her. She's like, thanks. And then, like, come to find out, like, a couple weeks later, um, she was going around telling people that I was her sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. And just like that, she hit the big leagues. And so I was like, instead of, like, being like, okay, that's weird. Okay, well, let's run with this. Like, you know, and she actually was a very good fast rider. Okay. Um, And not that that, like, matters at anything, but she was good with what she did, and so, like, I really didn't have an issue with her saying that. Yeah, Yeah, she was representing the brand well. The brand that was yet to take off, right? Yeah. 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 So, um, and then it just kind of grew from there. Um, You know, so, yeah. So, uh, how big is the group now, or how big is your, your, your community, you would say? So, um, we, I would say, like, locally, there's probably about, I don't know, would you say, like, 15, around 15 of us, like, in our group chat that we have that we're, like, close like a little bit and more. these are like the core group of girls that you guys are constantly going out riding with yeah. going to the races with, supporting and kind of like and doing that whole thing that's cool mm-hmm. but you guys have like a big following too like you guys have a lot of people like on social media shouting you guys out and like following along with you guys and promoting mm-hmm. what you guys have going on too right yeah so we have like the brand instagram page the um tiktok page for the brand as well as facebook but also like the girls individually with their individual pages with their representation of it as well okay so um that's kind of cool because um i don't say like i or like this is the brand it's always we yeah the group the the idea the community Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that's how it should be you know that's how you get like the most truest like people to come and support what you got going on so So, uh, Lily and Lacey, you guys are kind of like the athletes, sort of, sort of say, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell Not me a little sort bit. sort of. <laughs> well, you know, we're just, yeah. Yeah. you know, we're all, we're, yeah. you know, either the promoter I'm just the giving athlete, you a hard time. You know? <laughs> so, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about, um, how you guys first got into riding? You like a quick little, what little was the first, sh- yeah, like, oh, I want to get into dirt bike riding. Oh, I, I- for me, it wasn't a choice. It was a uh, get on your bike, let's go with okay. my my family. So my brother raced motocross and like we were talking earlier, and it was just I was born into it. And so like out of the womb, popped right on a bike, and I was riding in the desert and all that stuff. I was racing whenever. And so it was not really a choice per se. It was a choice to race later in life, but 
I it was just a whole family thing. Just always around yeah. it. It always got your your skin crawling when you were near the bike. And you yeah. To swing a leg over it. Yep. Sweet. What about you? What are you thinking? See, like almost completely opposite. I had to beg my dad to get on the dirt bike. Like I had to beg him. The like, two extreme opposites. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. And like when I was riding a TTR 125 around, I had to mm-hmm. beg him. Like he had to be home to watch me. Oh my god. Just ride it around. It wasn't like I was going to hurt you guys. Like I was in first gear. Like I'm not going to get hurt. I'm just fall over maybe. And then I begged him for a 150 mm-hmm. or just something faster because that bike sucked. And the suspension <laughs> was so bad. Like my cousin had a. I don't know, she has some kind of Kawasaki, and I rode it one time, and I ripped on it, and I wanted one so bad, because the <laughs> suspension was so much better, and I could jump it, and I was like, oh my I was gosh, like, was it like a two-stroke? Yeah. yeah, I was, it's and like I was a, like, an awakening. I this thing, yeah. but I ended up getting a 150, which was cool, I love the four-strokes, so that's mm-hmm. my deal, um, and then from there, I ended up getting myself a YZ250F, and here we are, yeah. riding all the time now. <laughs> nice, hell yeah. yeah. So you guys are racing pretty actively, too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like so. every weekend you'd say, or how how consistently are you guys out there? Um, for me, it depends on the se- like series. So if, if there's two races that they scheduled in the month, I race one series, and then during summer, what race? I, what race series are you are you doing? I race NGPC Big Six okay. and uh, Desert. So I do the GPS and the Desert, and so it depends on like how my schedule fits with if I want to do a desert race. So I could have like a race every weekend or twice a month something like around there but i typically have a race once uh twice a month and what about you what are you, what are you how often are you racing or what series are you racing right now swap moto is what i race right now um kind of getting into the 2x promotion stuff like okay they and races yeah exactly those nice. are cool i'm trying to get into that a little bit um I'm so sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> the races I, you're doing. Okay. <laughs> so I probably race like once a month, um, maybe more, depending on what series is going on and like um, how often it is. Sometimes like it's back to back. I'm pretty sure like Swap Moto it's gonna be back to back pretty soon mm-hmm. with yeah. races. So yeah, I think it's uh, Elsinore and then uh, Glen Helen. Yeah, I Elsinore. believe. Mm-hmm. I I think so. I forgot that Swap wasn't AMA sanctioned. Yeah, no. I for mine's AMA. Yeah, oh, okay. that's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and for yeah. people that don't really understand, like if we're getting like two ahead of everybody, so like <laughs> the the two different race series that we're talking about, the NGCP series and then the Swap Moto series. Uh, the first is more like you would say desert racing, sort of. No, kind of. No, kind of. <laughs> it takes place in the desert majority nope. of the time. Yes, Havasu, Prim, Taff, like We're more on, open, open so areas. So Twenty Nine Palms is housed at a motocross track. Glen Helen, we have a race at Glen Helen. Like Havasu is at a motocross track. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just there's five miles typically of a motocross section, and then well three miles of a motocross section and then five miles of desert okay and then sometimes there's that keyword desert (laughs) (laughs) and and sometimes there's like at 29 palms there's an enduro section there was a water jump there's tires there's logs it's more open riding i guess you could say incorporated to it more wide open yeah right yeah (laughs) but it depends on what course you're at it's all completely sure every race like you can't you can compare them like 29 palms and I guess Prim would be very similar. It's wide open and really fast, but Glen Helen, it's pretty much woods racing and then ridge lines. And then, so how would you compare like the, the swap series to that? Um, hmm. So More. motocross is a motocross guy <laughs> could go to a GP and just be completely depleted. It's forty-five minutes straight, and you're just on it. You're going. It's a hundred and ten percent for forty-five minutes, and typically I'm not done with the race until sixty minutes. 
right? And then with motocross, you're out there for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, more of a sprint, more technical, yeah, shorter, exactly. sprinty kind of racing. Right. Yeah, and so you have to run with swap. It's or with motocross, it's kind of like less of a mind game, and you just like boom, you're on it, you're going, and like the start is like the most important part of it because once you're out there, you can keep that gap. But with GPs, you're going through these technical areas and like say I fall on the tires and I three girls just pass by me. Either I go 150% or I'm just tired. And right. You just settle where you're at. Yeah, you have to really... So the, the NGPC series yeah. is going to take more of a toll. It's going to tax you more mentally as far as focus goes. Yeah, Absolutely. it's going to Staying focused is Your endurance hard. is going to be more, more, more needed out of you. Yeah. But, you know, like on the swap series or like mm-hmm. the 2X stuff, you're going to need a lot more sprint speed yeah, exactly. and more 100%. intensity yep. yeah. you know, be more on top of your game balls of your feet yep. like getting on it so. yeah totally. that's cool you guys are racing two totally different disciplines mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah you know but you guys have you done ngpc series no yet? i would like to so but you're gonna i have not to have, have, them on yeah. 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 You guys have to chase each other and do some yeah practice. yeah you should sure. you should come out i totally want to try one do it for sure i will it's so, fun so you might fall in love with it <laughs> I like though. both of them. I love the motocross. I don't know. Yeah, I but love them both. But. See, like, do you like desert riding? Like, just going out to Akatio? Yeah, um, I love it. But see, I would much rather race uh, my GP than just go out into the right. desert because I'm having to have that motocross discipline of, oh, here's a double, here's a jump, here's the right. turn, here's the rut, and all that stuff, and then have to completely change my discipline to desert. Yeah. Just holding it wide open. Or... I'm in first gear kind of just technically riding over these rocks and Mm -hmm. it's like I'd rather have that taste of like everything yeah and like totally changing my mindset for all the different sections and areas than just like wide open in the desert right let me ask let me ask you this would you rather go spend a day at the track just like just like a regular day riding would you Mm -hmm. rather go spend a day riding at the track or a day at Akatio or in the desert in general I like how we're just using Akatia. I'd rather be at Johnson Valley, but that's fine. versus versus any track. <laughs> you have to be in the desert. Oh or any my track? gosh, I don't know. See, I would. It depends on the track. Like at Kahia, I can go on the vet and go cut out into the Grand Prix section, oh, run yeah, that yeah. whole track and cut out. Or I could go to Johnson Valley and just like go mess around. But like I would choose Glen Helen over the desert any day. But if you're gonna like tell me, oh, we're going to Paris or we're going to the desert, I would say, oh, take me to JV right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like too, like maybe like what you're in the mood for because yeah. like out in the desert, you're exploring, you're on an adventure, mm-hmm. right? right? You don't know like what's around the next corner if it's not a place that you visit yeah. like regularly. But you go to the track, you know what you're gonna get when you mm-hmm. get there. You gotta be careful for bushes, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Okay, question. We'll get into that later. Yeah, we will. (laughs) All right, so uh, let me ask you, Brandy. um, What, what, or ask all you girls together. um, Do you guys face challenges being women that ride? Or is it more pretty like easygoing, accepting, or there's not really much you have to overcome at our level of riding? Because we're not not pro racers, we're just riding, having a good time, you Mm -hmm. know? Would you say that there's things you've had to overcome as being a girl in the sport versus not? Um, I'll go first. Yeah. I So for me, um, I think what I've experienced is because, you know, growing up riding with my brothers, my brother's friends, I'm used to being in the aspect of being around other dudes on the track. So my confidence 
And what I've noticed with other girls, uh, my confidence being around the boys, I'm like, whatever. Like, they're just another human out there riding. Um, so I don't, like, get in my head with it. Um, I've never really had somebody give me crap out on the track or, or anywhere or have anything to say bad to me. Or to my face, anyways. Who knows behind doors, right? So I really haven't, like experienced that but i know that other ladies definitely have um and i've seen it um i've heard about it but i i personally haven't experienced that so what about you lily oh okay so it really depends because it's either they're all for you or they're completely against you going like about guys like, either they're like, oh, yeah, get out there. Like, do it. Like, get after it. <laughs> do it. Like, do your stuff, whatever. And, like, and then there's the guys where they have this mindset that, like, us girls are trying to compete with them. Like, I'm in a women's class. I'm on the track at the same, like, with my race, there's 110 people on the course at the same time. And I'm there, and they, like, the beginning of the season, I was having a lot of trouble with guys taking me out. Why? Why are you, like, going out of your way to take me out? Not saying that all of them were that, sure, but, sure, like, sure. like it's just weird. Like, we're not racing in the same class. Why are you riding dirty with me? I'm a girl. Or they, like, talk crap about it or talk badly about you, and they're like, why are you on the course? Like, why are you racing? Girls shouldn't be out here. Like, why do they have girls in this race? Blah, 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 blah. And then there's, like, your friends or, like, the cool people or whatever, and they are totally in support of you. And I think what really messes it up is the mindset that they think that we're trying to beat them in particular or be a dude or be a guy. Mm -hmm. And I'm not. I'm totally, like, You're in your familiar own with yeah. me being a girl. And I'm totally, like, I love it. Like, I I love being the, like, t like and I, random I, person or whatever. I think it whatever, comes down you know? to, like, them as a person. Like, the who they are thing. as a person. Yeah, yeah, like, the insecurity of it and it's like oh is this trick gonna beat me like yeah. how am i gonna look and so i think that's like, where they that may come into play is mm -hmm. where it's a individual thing that they yeah. have a problem with themselves yeah. you know it's weird it's they're just I, I think it's just like an insecurity thing and they think that we're like attacking them and coming into a sport to take over the sport or something like I, i'm familiar i'm good with being a woman i'm good with racing in the women's class and i'm not trying to go and like take you out or whatever right. or trying i'm not innately racing to be better than a guy right i i race the 250 class just for seat time or just like to race against the boys to push myself not to mm -hmm. race against the boys to beat them because i'm a girl and i want right, like right it's not like i'm trying to not trying to like what do you call that put them down or yeah like that, no you know? just trying to be out there yeah. hold your own and mm -hmm. do the best you can there's a women's know? pro class and a men like a men's pro class where yeah. it's open but like sure 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 why would i go out of my way to try to achieve something like that insane you right. know what i mean it's a it's a feat to overcome yeah have you ever experienced anything you have to overcome as a, as a woman writer yeah i wouldn't say it was like pushed towards being a woman but i've had you you remember when i was at kawia um this dude just completely i was called up first and i was going to my gate and it was very clear to what gate i was going to and he completely came around me fast and just took the gate I was going oh to, which was like, God. it didn't hurt my feelings. It was fine. I don't care. But I don't know if it was because I was a girl, but I'm like, sure it was. You right, know? Right, yeah. right. Um, and just on the track, I've been stuffed in corners by guys and stuff. And like, 
racing, I could tell these guys coming, passing me, or just pushing themselves way over their limit, mm-hmm. because they know I'm a girl, just to get past me, and then I end up passing them back, because they can't, they're not fast <laughs> they enough, they <laughs> can't hold it, sure. so, I've had a few, um, issues with that, but it's, like, nothing crazy, okay. it's not that big of a deal, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm curious that you say that, I like, uh, I'm trying to put myself, like, in, in the shoes, but... I'm not the fastest guy out there. Like I'm, I, I hold my own. Trust me, I can yeah. hit the main, and I'm, I'm cruising along just fine, no problem. But dude, sometimes there's some dudes out there that just ride like assholes. I'm just like, yeah. hey man, it's fucking practice day. Yeah, Chill yeah. the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I get like rubbing is racing and like all that stuff. But sure. like, my homies are like, one of Brock is one of the guys that overalls one of the races that I do every time. And there's like uh, so many people. He comes around me going woo 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 yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then there's the 125C class that's like out to get me. I don't sure. know what's yeah. going on. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I'm a girl or if it's just because they're that's going they crazy, are. like yeah. they're yeah. going god mode or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but like, those are the, it's the like 125C or whatever, like the lower level guys are the ones that are like the most put down of women. Hmm. And I don't get it. Like, it's, it has to be an ego thing at that point. It's gotta For be. Sure. And they're, yeah. they're sure. young, and I get it. And it's, you, you're you scared of me because you have a crush on me. Whatever. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, like, brother. Like, why is this pretty girl in front of me? <laughs> I, love, I love your confidence, dude. <laughs> it's definitely gonna get you the whole shot or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh God, how funny. Let's see here. Um, so, so, what are, so what are some of, like, the positives or some of the things that have really stood out to you to you ladies uh with the whole she rides riding group like some things are like man like this riding group has brought in these experiences that i don't think would have happened otherwise you want to go first lucy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um definitely i don't think if she rides ever came into my life i would ever ride the way i did because i didn't have the confidence i had never ridden with girls before like i'd only ridden with boys of course i'm sure Mm -hmm. all of you can understand that yeah um but once i got involved with she rides i had friends to ride with all the times that were chicks and it was so cool because i mean i just never had that kind of experience right and just the opportunities that I'm given because of She Rides now is just incredible, and I'm so thankful for that. Badass. Definitely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I don't... Ooh. <laughs> no, she like, got it We're... so good. Like, but she took the words out of your she mouth. She really did. Just, like, the opportunities that it's given me is really cool, and, like, being, like... Help, like being a helping hand kind of I love doing like whatever I can to help grow it and to help bring like more women in and I think it's really cool having the aspect of like we have the women that race and we have the women that just ride and like some of the girls they've been riding for less than a year or less than like a couple months one of the girls at our fir- like first ever ride day mm-hmm. it was like she had only ridden for like three months maybe and it's cool bringing those girls in because they can see like where they can go and like they can ride with other girls of their same speed and it's so much more comfortable than like going out like i used to go with my brother to the track and it's not like i can sit behind him and like trail him over these giant moon booters and all that stuff but like i go to the track with like the women and i can like sit by them and like try to try to catch the faster girl or try to just like hang back or whatever and like i know there's another girl that's a little bit slower than me doing the same thing or a little uh, girl that's going a little bit faster trying to like do a little uh, mouse and cat chase and almost kind of like when you're riding with all all 
I won't say just women though, but like riding with people in your same circumstance, mm-hmm. right? That definitely takes an edge off. Oh yeah. Riding dirt bikes or riding anything like gnarly like a dirt bike is really intimidating, and you have the noise, mm-hmm. you have the gear. If you're not quite comfortable in gear yet, you can't feel your feet in the boots. <laughs> you know, you can't hear anything in your helmet. You know, there's a lot that goes on with riding a dirt bike in general, plus you add the equation of the track, then you add the equation of all these fast dudes that are just ripping Mm -hmm. because they have, like, the strength or the speed, right? But being in an area where you can get with all, like, your girlfriends or all people in the same circumstance just gets that edge off to where, hey, now I can just focus on riding. I know if I look over to the person to my left in front or behind me, they're all going to be there with me going through the same feeling Mm -hmm. or trying to overcome the same skill you're trying to accomplish, so... That's pretty sweet that you guys gotta have that whole little little niche community to kind of pull back. And yeah. what's cool, what I've noticed as well is a lot of the gals are, um, they're not like, oh, I don't want to do that, or <laughs> I only want to ride if it's just only girls. Like, they're getting out there and and they're doing it, and they're showing up every single time. You know, and they're making that commitment and you actually get to see the progress. Right. And, you know, you see the girls starting off on the vet and then moving over to like the main track um, to where they weren't even, you know, hitting a double. And now they're like, instead of casing it, you know, (laughs) professional casers, you know, they're clearing stuff, um, working on their starts. Like that's what we're going to do. We're going to go work on our starts Mm -hmm. today, you know, and, um, just seeing like the progress of it and like the need to become better for themselves, not to like prove a point to anybody else or compare themselves to somebody else they're legitimately working on themselves right and and i think Um, it's different too from like riding with girls in like a race like a woman's class versus mm -hmm. just going out to the track for the day with a bunch of girls you know yeah because you're not gonna the racing is not the time to learn you know racing is when you apply what you've practiced Mm -hmm. for months on end and get it make it happen yeah so when you're getting girls out together on practice day it just makes for a lot better environment and progress together, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that because when before I had all the girls to ride with, I used to just ride with my boyfriend and his friends and stuff, and they were way faster than me. Mm-hmm. And like going out on the track, it was like a whole confidence thing because it's like I'm so slow. I felt I like I was being a burden, out. right? Sure. Exactly. Yeah, sure. and that's what like the hard part about getting on the main for me is because exactly there's like mm-hmm. pros out there now it's you like, feel like you're in the so way exactly but they're good enough but, to go around that's what i've like learned like exactly if the only pro that ha- i've had one pro take me out me too yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna drop any names <laughs> me either me either yeah. but you know who gonna, you are yeah <laughs> you know who you are <laughs> he knows you know he commented on my tiktok about it no, no i swear i posted a tiktok about um they what was problems. it? Oh, <laughs> oh God. Huh? No, about being scared about a pro coming up behind me or something. Mm-hmm. And then my friend who was there when it happened added him and he commented <laughs> back and was like, made me feel good, made me feel fast. I wonder. <laughs> no, I wonder if it's the same. What track was it at? It was like Glen Hill. Now I had to go and was probably the same person. Stuffed. Like, it, he was just it being was going mean. There was up. no reason for it at Lacey, all. Lacey, give us a hint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give us the at. <laughs> he rides a Honda. <laughs> oh, it's a girl. Oh. Okay, so it's a girl rider. No. Oh, he. Well, I said she. If I said she, <laughs> oh, sexton. <laughs> he needs the confidence like, boost. Hit me again. Hit me. I again. did. Come back. No, please. <laughs> oh, right. My boyfriend's sitting at home, like, 
It's <laughs> <laughs> the last show you guys do. He's like, you're not going back there. Yeah, you're seriously. done. <laughs> you're not watching Supercross anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I, one more thing to add about like the women thing is like injuries, right? Mm-hmm. I went through a lot, right? And so having the women behind me when you feel like you start all the way over hell yeah and they force you to get back and you get back on your bike and then like i i was i stopped jumping like completely and i'm like i was terrified i shattered my elbow and everything and then i hurt my head and so like having them be like oh no hit it like follow me follow me follow me like mm-hmm. you got it you got it do it like we're gonna <laughs> like, get you over it yeah, yeah. like they totally they push you but without being like peer pressure type That's, feet that actually yeah. goes yeah. A, like a support system yeah, yeah that goes a, a very very long way especially mm-hmm. in like this sport because the the mental focus or confidence that it takes mm-hmm. to be able to ride a dirt bike on a track yeah aggressively yeah. with mm-hmm. speed when you have a nasty spill that sets you back, because usually what happens is you get hurt, you know, mm-hmm. you're recovering from, you know, if you have to have surgery, you're going to recover from your surgery. Mm-hmm. That's traumatic. Yeah. Then you have to take the two, three months to actually recover. That's traumatic. Then mm-hmm. you have to your physical therapy. And then you get back on the bike and you may think you're all good to go. And then you go out there for your first lap mm-hmm. and then like you just hit like a physical wall. Yeah. Like yeah. you cannot just overcome what it is you're trying to overcome. Mm-hmm. and for some people, it'll it'll happen to them. They'll never get back on the bike. Yeah. And for others, it'll, they'll get back on the bike. But man, it'll take them a you know good half a year to a year to get back mm-hmm. to where they were just to be at that same confidence level. And so, it takes like so much more work than it did right. before. But yeah, having a, a a support group around you that's mm-hmm. gonna be like egging you on in like a in like an encouraging manner like hey dude like yeah you got this like we're watching you ride we're seeing your form we're seeing your speed like Mm -hmm. you totally got it like don't overthink it that you know that speaks volumes you know oh yeah 100 percent and then the dude homies are like, why aren't you doing it? <laughs> yeah, seriously. They're like, seriously? What? Just like hit it. Like, yeah. it's not that hard. <laughs> Send I, uh, it. You're like, dude, <laughs> I black out when I see it, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand where their brains go, how they just go out there and do it. I'm like, so, I don't know where you guys get the confidence right, from because right. I can't do that. What I've learned like, is there's a chemical difference, obviously. There's difference between men and women. Men and there's women. a chemical difference between what triggers and fires in your brain. So like a girl sees it and she goes logical about it and she goes, I hit this. this. Not I fall, fall, I get hurt, something. and then I can't do blah blah blah. Point A, point right. B, blah blah blah. Yeah. A guy sees it, and he's like, ah, I'll get hurt. It's fine. Send like it. that's <laughs> literally, yeah. It produces for us. It produces. I forgot what it is, but it's called something. Obviously, and for men, they see that. They see the thrill, and it releases serotonin. So it's tied to happiness, and like the adrenaline is a positive thing. While adrenaline for women is registered as a like fear. It is a fear for yep. me. I'm going over a jump like, Yeah. Praying to God. <laughs> praying to God I'm not saying it. that it's like harder per se for women to like do this stuff, but it's, it's it, a it, a different, it holds you back, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Set thing sure. between the legs, right? That's what yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gosh. For sure. Mm. I have a lot of guy friends that are supportive too though. Like my boyfriend's little brother, he always goes out there with me. He's like, I'll go slow for you. And he like <laughs> not in a mean way, he knows. Uh-huh. Like yeah. um, but he'll it's like thanks, you jerk. Yeah. You can follow me into the jump like all of my guy friends are pretty supportive nice. yeah really yeah. nice so it's it's great yeah, yeah. it's cool I, I i ride with a couple uh chicks and it's always fun getting the progression down you know because mm-hmm. even even when it's not chicks it's just dudes that aren't as fast or aren't as comfortable mm-hmm. when you can tow somebody over a jump or just help them it's like it's yeah. cool man like you're all getting there you know especially at this level we're at you know if we're mm-hmm. 
pro athletes sponsored by big race teams may not be the case, but you know, we're just out there having fun, and mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. end of the day, all of it's just for fun, right? Yeah. yeah. Everything that we do at this level is just for fun. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man, we're jamming. We're gonna go to a quick break. We're like flying through this. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Makes time go go by fast when you're going smooth, right? And look <laughs> at that. We haven't had to do any cuts or anything. Oh, wow. Yeah, look at that. He's looking at just me. <laughs> <laughs> you're like right here though, so wow. it's like <laughs> I'm not picking you out. <laughs> we're gonna go to a quick break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, so it depends on who I'm with. If I go to the track with my boyfriend, I get in and out. And if I go to the track with my dad, I get uh, Baker's. Okay. It, it's like it was a family thing growing up was to get Baker's, but Baker's are in and out. Have you had Baker's? Oh yeah. Baker's, Baker's are in and out. So good. I, did you forget like my aunt was so much older than y'all? <laughs> She's yeah, like, I've no, been, I'm no, totally, I've been on totally in and out for sure. In and, bigger's in and out. In and out. For you sure. know what? You guys can come on the show whenever you want. <laughs> I'm just gonna be in the corner, like, hi. <laughs> but like we're, after we're the uh, track, no, not in and out. What? I, Jersey Mike's is my go-to. Uh, oh okay. my gosh, a healthier option. Yummy. And usually sushi after the track. Oh no, uh, no, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, I, I take back what I said. <laughs> That's I sushi, so heavy. You can get a healthier option at In and Out. In and Out sponsor the show. I love that. I'm gonna put Chick Fil A. I should have put Chick Fil A in my bike. <laughs> there you go. Why didn't I? That would be so sponsors. funny. What was I gonna put on it? Alright, let's get into this. Starbucks. No. Dutch Bros. I was going to put Dutch Bros on my bag. Dutch Bros? I love Dutch Bros. I don't know. Bakers, though, like, what I would always get is the burrito and fries. So I think burritos is just, like, too much after. No, 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 no. The the burger, if you're comparing the burger, In-N-Out and McDonald's. I've never eaten a burger there. That's what it says about how much I love (laughs) In-N-Out. Wait. At Bakers, I've never had their burgers. Only burritos and fries. It's a twin you, kitchen, baby. You gotta get that. Like when you like something, <laughs> and you want to, it's comforting. You just stick you wanna, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Next time you go, you don't nah. just get a get an I, extra burger. Eat it later. Let me let me lay down my order. You said <laughs> that was too heavy. Watch this. I'm starving after the track, right? Dad's on the side of the track yelling at me, whatever, supporting me, all that stuff, right? So I'm so tired, so hungry, whatever. Walking the in and out, I in and out. I walk into Baker's and I get the chicken burrito. R- add red sauce. Add bacon and extra cheese, and then okay, extra cheese. Me and my dad share chili cheese fries with extra cheese, and then I get a chicken taco. Extra and cheese. And I, yeah, no, on really, the, yes. Yeah. And then I get a side of ranch with extra cheese in the ranch. <laughs> Dude, I love cheese, man. God, all right, we're back, we're back, and, and we're back, okay. and we're back, and we're back. That's and gonna be back. in this. Oh, that whole prequel. No. Please, no, cut yeah. it, cut, cut, cut. Oh, it. Oh, all your TikTok people are going to be like, oh, let me get you, uh, Baker's gift Damn, cards. Damn, she and I'll eats. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a bit. She puts down. Oh, God. <laughs> we're back. We're back. Uh, if you don't already, make sure you follow us on uh, the Squid Shack on Instagram. What's your She Rides app for your Instagram? It's underscore she dot rides underscore. So make sure you give them a follow. Is that the same one for TikTok? TikTok is the full name She Rides Get After It. Nice. Bitchin'. Cool. So make sure you give them a follow. They got tons of killer content. You girls are on the uh, the Instagram page, so you can check out and how... we have different content, I will say. I'm pretty proud about that. Our content that's on TikTok and Instagram, it's different. It's not so, the same. Yeah, so you're not going and, like, seeing, seeing the, the same, same thing. Seeing the same thing twice. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's my problem right now. You know, my my Instagram, my TikTok, it's the same thing. <laughs> but things like podcasts, it's good to have consistency. Sure. Like, it really is. Because Instagram, you're using it to promote it. And on TikTok, you're using it to promote it the same way. Mm-hmm. But with TikTok, it's like, it'll promote way faster on sure. there. And they'll go over to Instagram, follow it, just because they're like, oh, this is the same thing. Right. Like, and they'll watch the videos and... Yeah, it's cooler with things like that. And I will say, too, though, like sometimes like if a a video does exceptionally well on one of the other platforms, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes we'll re put it onto that platform, too, if it's done very well. Like there was uh, one where we were all at at State Fair and it was showcasing Mm -hmm. like each girl individually. And that video on Facebook got over 100,000 views. Oh, wow. And so I was like, okay. Man, you're pulling some numbers, man. (laughs) I'm over here trying to get over 200 followers. Goodness gracious. I mean, mean, just because you get um, a lot of views on a video doesn't necessarily mean that. They're engaging, yeah. Yeah. Seriously, I don't get any follows from videos. It's tough. You know what's cool is Instagram right now is actually now showing or telling you you got this um, follower from a video. Yeah. Real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. So you can kind of gauge that. Right. See where so. it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. The whole, and you got to stay on top of it too, the whole social media thing. So it's, so it's, job. yeah. You do, it's pretty, you do all your, you post all your content. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're on it. Thank you. I'm like, man, she's always posting. I'm like, I can't even get through my freaking morning without, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's freaking terrible. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so yeah, we're back. We're, uh, we're, we're trucking along here. I have two questions that I didn't get to ask in the first half, so I'm going to ask them really quick, and then it comes okay. like a freestyle, you know? Um, so what what advice would you give, would you guys give to other women that are, like, indecisive? Like, they, they see it, they see you guys out there, like, man, these, these girls, like, they're having a lot of fun, you know, they have to track, they're just with their boyfriends or with their buddies that ride, and, like, what, what advice would you give to those people that kind of want to jump into it, but are really hesitant? Um... I think that you have to go all in. I don't. I think that you have to have like the confidence to go all in to do it. Um, I think otherwise you're going to get hurt. I mean, you can always. There's a possibility of always getting hurt, but if you're not confident about it, you're gonna, mm-hmm. you know, end up probably not having fun with it. Right. Um. So I think if it's something that you want to do and you're passionate about it like just go do it there's not like any secret formula yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah to it just if you want to do it go do it that's you know get mm-hmm. after it go do yeah. it what, so. do you, what do you say to the people that are scared like they really want to do it but they're just like scared petrified like how oh, do you want to get on the bike i don't want to even do the whole thing but they but they want to do it like what would you kind of coach somebody into like how would you get them to break down that fear barrier it's like balls to the wall baby like you really you like you did it you told your dad you're like i want to go i'm doing it yeah. like it's it's really like that balls to the wall like you yeah. gotta jump in yeah and, and like if not- you're scared you kind of just have to push yourself and right. it it brings you more confidence everywhere else like around you kind of yeah if that makes sense yeah and it's okay to go slow you don't have to go fast like mm-hmm. you could hop on if you're scared hop right back oh, off run and it and you're scared on. you know it's okay no, seriously <laughs> yeah. you're just you're gonna be on the vet maybe even the peewee track i don't yeah. know 
Um, seriously, just go slow. That's my advice. And you don't even you, you don't comfy. have to go to a track. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. go where Ride you're comfortable. Ride in your backyard. Yeah, yeah, just get get your feet wet. Get out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, I think you said it well though. Make sure you're all in if you're mm-hmm. gonna do it. I think that, that's advice it's also very expensive. So yeah, <laughs> you gotta be pretty committed to like, <laughs> get into it. Rip that five thousand yeah. dollar starter band yeah. off. Like, at least very so minimum. like not my like non moto acquaintances will be like, oh my god, I must like. Like, can you teach me? And it's like, I'm not doing what? you. What? Know, like, <laughs> 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 on a dot on my uh-huh. well, So yeah. it's like, um, you know, like I'll recommend. Well, try this out, or mm-hmm. go here, or go there, and and do this. But no, you're not gonna just get on a, a 250 and try to learn right from there. I think yeah. the best thing. There's this girl on TikTok. I forgot what her tag is. Um, but she started on uh like a. Four stroke 150 or TTR or something like that. And she was, uh, I think, like 18 or 20 when she started. And like, she did that and now she's on a 250 like you and everything. And like, you can't let that like beat you down. You can't just jump straight onto a big bike or jump onto like a 152 stroke or a 125 two stroke. Yeah. It's, you can't touch the ground unless you're like five, (laughs) nine, whatever. Like, unless you're like built, right? So like, you want to start on something where you can have your feet planted. Comfortable. It's okay for you to run it. Like with a two stroke, it's okay for it to run in first gear, but that's not good for the engine. You just paid all that money. You don't want like, and with the four stroke 150s, those things, just chug and like right. the TTR 125 <laughs> just chugs yeah it's literally like a 250 yeah it can keep up right. yeah, <laughs> thing right. yeah. and it, it's, it's good to start there and like even if you want to I would say start on pit bikes like just like go on your homie's Putting pit bike around. at the truck yeah. yeah you're getting a feel of how it shifts and like maybe you can start without like the clutch or whatever right. on a pit bike like stuff like that kind of like eases you into it but there's also like the handful of women that just like jump onto a 450 and like that's how I'm seeing that a lot yeah. now with yeah, like I've women becoming more popular in mm-hmm. motocross, especially in like TikTok and stuff. Yeah. They just jump straight onto a 250 or a 450, and I'm like, that you have no idea what is below you, the right. power right. that's power. below you. Right. It, it would help so much to just start lower, mm-hmm. anyway, instead of like trying to like push so push hard. yourself yeah. because you're like embarrassed or like this yeah, thing. Just like, take your time, mm-hmm. and it all start somewhere. Yeah. And it helps too in the long run because. Getting on a big bike like that, you're not even riding the bike. Like no. the bike's telling you what to do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The weight of it, the power, yeah. the suspension's not even working yeah. correctly. Like, yeah, just start small, baby steps. You're still gonna look cool mm-hmm. out there yeah. if you're on like a little. I was on a 152 stroke all the way until I was 20. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like yeah. I, I ran it out. I was 15 when I like when I started racing like the NGPC series. I was on a 250. And I was also racing, I was also had a super mini at the same time. And I was like, I don't like this. I'm racing complete, I'm riding completely differently than I do just like free riding in the desert. Right. This is sketchy. This is unsafe for riders around me. And so I raced that entire season on my 112 super mini. There you go. And I just ran like the senior girl class or whatever. And you really start somewhere. Sure. It's, it's, yeah, you gotta lay your foundation down before you yeah. start building up those and, walls. And listen to what your bike and your body and everything's telling you. Yep, because if not, it'll bite you. Yeah. Oh yeah, it most definitely will. <laughs> That's that. This happened on that 250 before I switched to the Super Mini, I believe. Oh really? My elbow, yeah. Yeah, just too much for you too mm-hmm. soon, right? Yep. Speaking about injuries, 
<laughs> no. <laughs> ben, do you want to share with us what happened with your your uh, your little oopsie the other day? Um, I just made a, a dumb decision. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, this this recording was supposed to happen like a month ago. Yes. Yeah, about a month ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm in Vegas, and uh, I'm like I'm like drunk off my ass. My buddy's really, uh, <laughs> and I was and I was just telling him too. I was just telling my dude because uh, I, I was supposed to come home that Monday. We we're supposed to record on a Tuesday, I think. Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, I was coming home Maybe Tuesday. It was like, oh, dude, I gotta, I gotta go home. I gotta get the the studio ready. Like, I gotta record. Seriously, literally moments after I told Julio this, you texted me like, hey, I'm not gonna be able to uh, to come out. Uh, stuff came up, you know, and I had no idea what it is that you were talking about as like as to what came up why you couldn't come and record. Come to find out, you I broke. I said that. I don't even. Know. Yeah, I don't you sent me a voice message like, hey, you're probably. How did it out. sound? <laughs> Voice yeah, yeah, that's it. your thing. I probably still have it, but yeah, it's basically saying that you had it either you had you said you were going into surgery or something like that. So I'm like, damn, I hope you're okay, dude. Like thinking like something really major, like you know, God forbid. But then yeah, come to find out, it wasn't like a couple days after that, like you got in an accident, and you freaking hurt your arm. So I was like, oh shit, like you got hurt on a dirt bike, badass. <laughs> <laughs> and for like as long as I've been riding, I I've never broken a bone from riding before. Um, this is your first. I mean, I've I've ate it pretty hard, um, but I yeah I haven't broken a bone, and then let alone had to go into surgery and get plated and so and so and walk us through what happened. What walk me through? You're on I, your bike. I was in my zone. <laughs> <laughs> this almost didn't be that great then. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, JK, JK, JK. Um, yeah, I was just uh, in a wash fourth gear tapped was gonna uh had this bright idea that i was gonna go up the side of the wall of the wash and just kind of <laughs> around it and i uh, i saw this this bush in front of me and riding desert like i know what entails of this particular bush um basically one side of it you can just launch do like a little hop up off of it and the other side is pretty much like a wall a sand wall and i just thought i was going to plow right through it and i hit it and went up over the bars and did a tuck a roll in the air and landed on this side and broke the clavicle and then like a small chip in c1 um so when you went over the bars and you're rolling through the ground what's going through your mind it was crazy because there's been times where i've ate crap and it was so fast, and I was like, whoa, what happened? This was so slow-mo for yeah, me. you know it's serious mm-hmm. if it's slow-mo. <laughs> and I, so I was in the air, fast. and I was just like, oh, tuck and roll, tuck and roll. So I did that. I hit the ground, rolled a few times, and had the air knocked out of me. My buddy turned around so quick, and he's like, are you okay? And all you could hear is, oh! <laughs> The video's gnarly. And he's all, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so I was like, "Eh, get the truck. Get the truck. Like, that's what I said. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I can't get the truck down here. Um, He's like, if we can get to the road, then we can get the truck. And I, so at that point, your adrenaline is pumping. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. So he gets the bikes up. I walk up this uh large wash it was large mm-hmm. um we get up there he gets my bike started and we start talking about the truck again he's like no and i was like all right let me see if i can get on the bike 
So I get on the bike and we start riding and we get to the road and I was like, screw this, I'm not stopping. Right. Like, let's just keep going and just rode the rest of the way home. Got to the house <clears throat> and uh, I was like, I need to go to the hospital. And so that's that's what happened. I didn't I didn't know it was fractured. I I mean I knew that like I was in a lot of pain. But um yeah, so that was the gist of it. So how was it when you went to the hospital? So when I got oh there, I you need a lawyer. <laughs> she seriously does. Bad. Like so you now, guys were, you guys went with her to the hospital? No. no. Oh, okay. Um we were supporting so the her hospital, text message. I love it. The hospital <laughs> said the that they were a uh, trauma facility. Where did you go? I went to Joshua Tree Medical Center. Okay. So I get there, and they're treating me like I'm a gunshot victim. Oh, man. <laughs> and Is it ghetto? So it was good. I mean, that was fine, because I got right in. Sure. And it was busy. So, but my nurse was, like, cussing up the yin-yang, and she was, like, saying <laughs> fuck a lot. And I had to tell her, like, can you please slow down? Wasn't like, she I need, you? yeah, I was like, yeah. I need you to slow down. And I was like, you're hurting me. So they get me to CT, <clears throat> I come back, and I was like, please, can I just sit up just a little bit, because I'm hurting, you know, my bone's like pushing out through the skin. She's like, I need you to listen to me right fucking now, and I was like, oh my god, gosh. <laughs> you have a fracture in C1, and you're lucky that you're not a quadriparaplegic right now, and so like, and That's I start crying. Rough. Yeah, That's crazy. but like literally yelling in my face, like as close as the mic is. And uh, so, anyways, it was just, it was one thing after another. They were going to um, transfer me to desert. Then another physician came on and was like, well, uh, the C1 isn't that bad, so you should see ortho. And then it was just... Um, A scramble. Yeah, one thing after another. Then the ortho doctor didn't want to see me because of C1. Um, he told me to, you know, pretty much go out of his office, call 911, and get sent down to desert regional medical center i was like please just admit me like if i need to go like yeah, why don't you admit yeah. me mm -hmm. he's like i'm not that guy and i was like what <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like how is that professional to say sure no. you're not that guy okay buddy <laughs> <laughs> you're not that guy pal <laughs> i waited two hours you know to see him um so i go to the other hospital the next day they're like you're cleared for c1 like you need to see ortho i'm like yeah i know so I was able to um, get a referral to uh, this other orthopedic facility at Eisenhower Medical Center. It was amazing. My the surgeon saw me. He's on a Friday. We did surgery Monday, um, and that hospital was bougie. <laughs> <laughs> Send me back. <laughs> yeah, it was like a five star hotel, Holly. See, yeah, it was really nice in there. <laughs> So, like, my room wasn't just, like, a gurney with, like, the curtain around you. Like, I had a full-on sliding glass door. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, like, my bed had my, um, what's it called? What? Thing. Oh, your dress? Is that what you're talking about? What, what's it called? The what? IV? The thing that you put on. It's like your a gown? dress. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Had my, my gown all folded, my socks. Oh, like, I saw the photo. It's it all was, fancy. Yeah. Just a flat screen TV right in front of the You're bed. Like, ah, I'm watch Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. So then the, the anesthesiologist comes in there, does everything in the room. The team was really good. And then they wheeled me off to the OR. 
then I come back to that room. So um, it was great. I had a great experience there. Killer. So. So how long was your surgery? <clears throat> um, it was, what, what do they do in there, actually? It's a ORIF, which is an open reduction internal fixation. Okay. So it's basically six screws and a plate. Okay. To pretty much put together. everything where it has to go and let it cure, mm-hmm. let it heal. Yeah. Amen. Glad glad so. you're okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and the girls were great. Lacey came and stayed the night with me before surgery. She took me to surgery. Um, she told them that she was my daughter. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Eminem. <laughs> um, and I don't remember. Did you come before? before? Yeah. Okay. I came like like a day, a or, day two. or two. And she yeah. stayed the night with me. One of the other girls came and gave me a shower before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple of the other girls came after as well. So that's cool. Was, that's yeah. freaking awesome. That's that's really nice of you guys to go out there and help her out, especially in her time of need. Yeah, another, we're another... two of the probably furthest girls from you. Yeah, yeah seriously. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was yeah. two hours for me to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Jeez. you know, come to find, you know, who's really going to be there for you when you need help, right. and you know, people who are really close by. Don't pick up the phone. Sure. And, you know, see so. the, the power of dirt bikes. The power yep. of dirt bikes. I'm a firm believer. Everybody should have a dirt bike. Yep. <laughs> the world would be a better place. Yep. Okay, but seriously, not to mention, you rode five miles home. Yeah, what the? You mm. didn't mention that. I uh, had to put that in there. You rode five miles. So you're broken. Committed. Uh-huh. Good, yeah, good like this. You, and then this one was like. <laughs> and your pain level was gnarly this, the whole, not the whole time, but it was <laughs> when I was there. It was bad. She's in dis- you can just tell she was in discomfort. Oh, yeah. Oh, bad, yeah. bad. For sure. Yeah. I, I, oh, gosh. It broke my heart, man. Um, my One of my buddies, he's like, oh, I broke my collarbone, too, and we sent each other pictures. Before we did that, he's like, I don't even know how you rode home. He's like, my arm was completely numb. He's like, I couldn't, um, you know, pull, pull the clutch in. in. Yeah. He's like, how the hell did you do that? We sw- swapped photos. I kid you not. You wouldn't be able to tell whose was whose because we, the way we broke it, and it was like a mountain, Uh the way that the bones broke. And so Mm -hmm. I was just like joking around, but I like I was like I want up to you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I tell uh, you what, I take I take injuries ridiculously seriously. Like I've broken both my legs, my back, uh, a couple ribs, and collarbone, and dude. I take them very seriously. If I get hurt, call the ambulance. Get me in there right away. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, 100%. I don't even fuck around with it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, get me in there as soon as you can. Get me checked out. Dude, fuck all that. I'm, I'm not gonna... so different. Yeah. Dude, there's people that get hurt and yeah. never go to the hospital. Well, I went. So I broke my collarbone last year, like almost exactly, at 29 Palms, so the last race that I did. And um, I broke it, and I kind of like, I, I sat up. I was going probably like fifth gear mid and just like hit a rock or something and my bike wwe'd me and i go to lift myself up and i go i broke my collarbone like Uh. i'm just livid i'm not i'm not in pain or anything because my elbow and my brain injury were so much higher you just think of the downtime that's coming your way yeah i was like and that was only three months after being cleared for my brain injury oh yeah yeah so i had only been on the bike for three months after being off the bike for about 11 yeah too soon and so i'm like sitting there and my friend now joseph tobin like stops for me everybody else is like going by me not even seeing me or whatever and stops and he's like oh my god are you okay are you okay are you okay i was like yeah i'm good like just go get somebody and they move me whatever like i get into the 
like they had this dope bronco or whatever and it drove me over and i'm talking to the ambulance lady and she's like i think you need to go to the hospital and in the photo i can show you later i'm smiling like i'm laughing at her. <laughs> like i'm like, like i don't care yeah <laughs> the adrenaline high is really kicking in <laughs> well, not even that i just have like an insane pain tolerance and so like um i was i was in the ambulance or whatever and she's like are you sure and was like asking me like the clearance questions to like not send me to the hospital and she goes what's your social si- dad what's and i go and i say it and she was like i was like what is your like let i'm fine like i'm yeah. chilling i know how old i am i know where i am i right. know my social like blah, blah blah and so then i ended up just like hanging out at the race watching like the pro race everything Why, hurt? yeah oh, i went to the rv and yeah she's just i'm just there. chilling there no, I had I had one of the worst breaks that my surgeon has ever seen. It was my bones were like this, and Ugh. then I had one huge piece floating. So I have a plate with eight screws, Ugh. and like he he was like, I don't even know how you were like chilling. Like <laughs> yeah, I was like yeah. I I just didn't know. It was completely care. detached. That's how I didn't feel it. <laughs> probably honestly, but yeah, I just like I walked. I bought my pictures. I watched the pro race, yeah. and then drove home. Did you sling yourself at least? Or yeah, okay. I. At that point, I was in a sling that we had in the RV. Oh, okay. And so I was just, like, walking around, chilling, and then drove my ex drove me home. And we were, whatever, got home, slept, and then I went to the hospital that next day and was scheduled for surgery the following You were feeling week. it the next day, I'm guessing? No? No. Yeah, I really didn't feel it the whole time. And so when Drew Griggs broke her collarbone, I was terrible. I was like, oh, no, it's, like, fine. Like, I was chilling. It didn't hurt at all. And she's like, this is the worst pain that I've ever felt in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't know why. It's, maybe it's because of my brain injury. Sure. Maybe it's wired differently. I yeah. don't know. I have no idea. Deals the pain differently. Yeah. But, like. Have I you just... ever broken anything, Lacey? No. Hey. <laughs> No, yeah, ride safe. I do. It's crazy because, like, with our group, it tends to always happen in threes. Yeah. So you said it. You said it, and I was like, "Ain't no way she really." You said it (laughs) right before Twenty Nine Palms, and so I was already going into that race because that was the first time I raced that track since I broke it, and I was like, "No way she just like gave me a bad juju like that." I was like, "Ain't no way," and then Alana, Mm -hmm. and I was like. Oh my gosh, she took one for the team. <laughs> so we're and on reset so right now. Yeah, so we are. We're starting over. Yeah. So we're just hopefully starting fresh. Like, so awful. Yeah, go yeah. Juju out of there. Yeah. 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 You never talk about that. You never talk about You never say one last ride. You don't. You never uh-uh. say one last I'm just ride. like, I'm going Except out again. if you're Chad Reed. You say it every uh, race and you just on shirts. I was like, this girl's psycho. He is like, what? He was like third, like later 30s, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this man's still racing pro supercross and is saying one last ride? Yeah, seriously, Are never you got hurt. Me? What an animal. What yeah, beast. I was like, you're, you're on a different Those plane of Aussies, existence man. than us. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> Fucking killer, dude. Yeah. So uh, what what's your long-term goals for She Rides? Is there, like, uh, somewhere you want to be or something you want to accomplish long-term other than the than the big community you've already kind of started to establish? Yeah, um, I definitely would like to gain more financial stability with it so that we can do more things with the girls and have more opportunity for them. Um, so that's always something that I'm working towards for that side of it um and so i've always wanted to focus on different areas that women 
ride things in. <laughs> with, <laughs> I guess there's probably a better way to say that. But, um, you know, we focused a little bit more, like, um, on the BMX side of it, um, the horse barrel racing, jet skis, because we do get women that are like, um, and for all of us, too, we tend to girls who ride dirt bikes, we tend to like those sports as well. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we do have a following for that. Um, but I would like to, in the future, maybe have like a lazy on that is dedicated to those areas as well. That'd be freaking sweet. To, you know, show Kind of like how like Transworld well. was, and then Transworld has no. like the. No? No, I oh, said, yeah. Yeah. Don't compare me to Transworld. <laughs> Well, each one they have a like, trans world skate, snowboard, like all mm-hmm. the different. That'd be freaking mm-hmm. sweet, actually. Yeah, that'd go a long way. So there was like a couple of girls that we did showcase that, and and even um, the street racing. Like one of our gals is over in Spain that represents the brand, and she does a lot on her BMW R one thousand, and they do racing out there for that um, side of it. So um, yeah. Focusing on those areas, those are like obviously more big term, long term things for it that way. Just so, giving girls more of like a spotlight in general <laughs> and, and more of like a community in general, wherever it takes them jet ski racing, horse bell racing, whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, the horse, you said you did uh, horse barrel racing, right? Yeah, I used to barrel race. How long did you do that for? Um, probably about like five or six years. That's badass. Yeah. Now, compare that to riding a dirt bike. It's not the same. What's the more difficult? <laughs> well, you get the adrenaline, like, jumping, kind of. The, I didn't jump, horse. but, like, when jumping in the air while riding, and then, like, being on a horse going around barrels, going fast, it's pretty fun. Is it because of, like, that same... Is it the, the feeling you get from it, like, oh, the connectivity you're thinking about of, like, you and the horse? Right. And going through the yeah, corner? Yeah, totally. I could imagine that, because I just think about how, like, how... G, it feels to hit a rut like badass. Yeah, yeah. Now they know what they're freaking live animal. Good. Yeah. yeah, to hit a turn. That's, that's sweet. That's super fucking so cool. So one totally. more thing to add to that as well. Um, so like, there's a couple of our girls that are like they want to do this as a profession, right? Um, as of right now, there's not really an area for them to be getting paid at a rate that the men are getting paid at. So like hopefully like later in the future as we continue doing what we're doing and being consistent with it mm-hmm. that maybe at that time when the girls that are now like 12, 14 that they'll have that, you know, space and area for them to create an income sure. for these races because like what do uh for the pro women for the ngpc series what are they cashing out on at the end of the year so it's every race it's typically around six thousand eight thousand dollars but that's not for women that six thousand eight thousand dollars goes to the pro purse women get payback so they don't even get a pro purse oh wow so the men get that money, $8,000, and 100% payback, while women just get payback. Oh, wow. Which... It, payback is just that uh, doesn't even make you, sense. Paying you back for your race entries, yeah. That does not make sense. And it's no. I didn't even know that. So they say that it's because there's not enough women coming out to make a pro purse, and people... Like, I... I don't understand it. Yeah. It's $100 in entry for at least, I think, $100 yeah, for a well, pro. $125. Yeah, yeah and it doesn't pro. cost them anything. Give that, them at that, least that I know a of. little bit of a pro purse, yeah, right? Like something. something. Like, I get, like, money is tight. Like, I get it. There's only now you're how s- many pros, but, like, still, like, right. come on, a little bit of something. Now, you're when you say that, you're saying, like, you want she rides to be, like, the purse? Not, like, the purse, but, like, 
she rises like a, uh, gonna have the ability to pay out these great women athletes. I mean, that would be that would be amazing. Like, wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be awesome. You know, to yeah. be a part of that. Yeah. Um, to be kind of the pioneer right for that um but i mean there's been women racing back in the 60s and Mm -hmm. 70s there there's this lady uh sue flying fish is what they called her (laughs) i post i posted it uh, on our page a while ago but i mean she's rad she's out there tearing it up and i mean some of these women rip just as well as some of the dudes do um and so I think that um, they should get paid well for what they do as well. Paid well, so, more representation, bring more spotlight to them. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping, you know, um, that it'll just continue to grow for the women and um, that there'll be that opportunity for them. Um, and then just seeing, like, over the years, I feel like Moto does have its waves of popularity. Sure, mm-hmm. comes and goes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I remember back in the day when fifties was the thing, right? You know, was a popular thing, and then it more recently it was the one tens, and right. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then growing up, we didn't really see much women at all racing. Sure. Yeah. So I was like so stoked when I saw I think it was like 2014 mm-hmm. um Vicky Golden qualified oh, for, for the, Supercross. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, for the main. Yeah. Or for the night show. Right. Yeah. So um I mean the women are totally capable of having their own deal. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um it's just a matter of somebody taking the time and focusing on them and putting stuff together and yeah. making those contacts and getting people involved yeah. in doing that. I so. think the cool thing about today is that we fought so hard as women to have a space in motocross and they gave us our own class. Mm-hmm. Cuz like men and women are totally different beings right yeah. like you can compete against them but i don't want to innately go against men i want to compete against people of my same like right. stature my same build my same everything dna right? structure yes sure. all that stuff so like having a woman make the the night show like vicky gordon amazing like totally cool but like why isn't there a spot for women in that yeah, right? you're like saying, they, at the pro level, like yes. at a whole different, a whole separate class for yeah. the girls. Yeah, like I get yeah. that it could be hard to add. Like I totally get that. Yeah, do it like the, a different. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it a different weekend, whatever. But like, there's no accessibility for women in that aspect, right. and we're just gonna have to keep fighting for that. And yeah, it and that's be, a whole other hurdle mm-hmm. to overcome. But yeah. I will say, aside from all the hairiness to that. Yeah. Fucking badass that she even got to the night that's show. That's insane. Like, and I and I was telling a buddy the other day, some of these athletes are yeah. small skinny statured jockeys mm-hmm. like you don't need to be the biggest baddest yeah. strongest dude to be a 100%. competitive so yeah it goes a freaking long way for yeah. sure yeah yeah good shit <laughs> well ladies um we've come to the end of the show oh wow yeah that hour, fly- that hour flew by yeah that was crazy yeah. wow. was super freaking quick um i want to just give a big thank you to you guys for coming out and taking the time you guys all came from far distances <laughs> all different angles too which is kind of cool <laughs> so uh brandy lily and Lacey, thank you girls for coming on the show i really appreciate it i Thanks hope you guys enjoyed thank it you. Thank uh, you. make sure you guys check out the she rides riding group and uh if you're a girl out there listening to this and you want to go out and ride uh hit them up they'll be more than happy to get you out there and you go see the whole program whether you're riding or not you just want to go hang out make new girlfriends Right? Mm-hmm. Totally. There, we'll, so. we'll take we, you we got a. I need a carpool buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> we, have, we have the megaphones too. That you oh, can yeah. Use. You yeah. could be a pit board girl. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thanks for checking out this episode. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Bye.
Thank you.